Let's listen to part 3, Paradigm of Climate Policy. In this third and final part of our COVID-19, Climate Change and Cities podcast episode series, we have with us Hem Chetri, a city official from Gangtok Municipal Corporation. We also have with us Dr. Marino Cavallo from the Metropolitan City of Bologna. Let's hear from Mr. Hem Chetri first, who will talk about his insights into COVID relief measures in his city of Gangtok and give us an personal experience of how he dealt with it. This is especially interesting as it gives us the perspective of a city official and how he dealt with the crisis of the pandemic hands-on. Uh, I'm HK Chetre. I'm Municipal Commissioner of Gangtok City in Sikkim. Uh, I would like to share my experience, my city experience during the COVID-19. Uh, how we dealt, uh, what happened. Uh, I would like to share my experience, especially my city experience during the COVID-19, what happened, how we dealt with it. Uh, we know, we all saw it coming, but uh, nobody anticipated the level of impact, the, the destructive impact it caused on our life. And uh, once the pandemic was on our door, the government impose various restrictions on the movement of people and curtail the freedom that we were enjoying. But then this uh, lockdown and this uh, restriction had a lot of various severe impact on our lives. It had economic impact, it has social impact, mental impact, everybody's life. See, uh, Gangtok is a basically a hilly station and our backbone of economy depends on the tourism sectors. So once the COVID hit us and our government imposed restriction to contain the disease, it has an impact, though it helped in containing the disease, but then it has other consequences. The hotel peoples, then people who were uh, engaged in this tours and travel, the taxi driver, the overnight, they, they were almost, uh, you know, they became unemployed. And it has an economic impact, a cascading impact. Once the portal was closed, then tour operator business was impacted, which resulted in taxis, taxi driver who is to ferry tourists, they were impacted. But uh, the government did provide short-term relief by providing foods and other material, but it didn't help in the long run because it's not, it was not possible for a government to provide such relief for the long, longer time. And uh, this resulted in various uh, socioeconomic problems. That was the economic side of it. We are still having that. Uh, and other impact was the social impact. We all we know that man as a man we are a social animal. We need to socialize, and uh, we, as a as part of society, we attend a good or a bad occasion in the society. The COVID impacted badly. Uh, the marriages in the community were postponed, and. Uh, People were not able to attend the funerals of their relatives, neighbors. This has a certain type of mental issue, you know, issues. Even if you know somebody who has died, but you've not been able to go and uh, see him for the last time. It was the issue that we have. And on the long run, it has mental uh, stress in everybody's life. And especially we observed small kids and the elderly were the victim of this restriction because the kids were not allowed to go out the elderly people were could not go out and and socialize 
those young people somehow could manage, though they weren't affected. This has the other impact that we experience. And uh, yes, as a city government, uh, we were assigned different tasks of, uh, during the pandemic. We were asked to sanitize the uh, public places, marketplaces, we control the markets. And uh, we were asked to cremate the dead bodies. And uh, though the sanitization and controlling the market was one thing, but cremating the deaths of COVID victim was something uh, I think everybody would would like to avoid it in future because it has a such a it has such a mental impact on our lives. And lastly, what we have learned out of this, and uh, see. When the COVID hit us, uh, we all talked about the great Spanish flu uh, that impacted way back some hundred years back. Now, when COVID is here, uh, we thought it will go away. But uh, I think if we are to manage uh, such a similar situation in future, I think we need to have a proper plan policies so that uh, the, we can Im minimize the impact. We can deal with the situation better way because uh, what happened recently, we did not anticipate the impact. So we were badly impacted. So in future, uh, if we have to manage similar situation, we have to have a policies in place. We have to have a plan in place so that the different type of impact that we had suffered this time, we could uh, handle it properly. This is what we felt during the COVID. This is my experience. Thank you. Moving on, Marina Covallo is the head of Department of Research, Innovation and Management of EU projects in the metropolitan city of Bologna, Italy. He'll be talking about the impact of COVID-19 and climate change on Italian cities and also give us a brief about the aims and objectives of the European Green Deal. Shruti and I will be summarizing his ideas from the workshop and reflecting and analyzing his insights in our own words and understandings. So, what I really loved about uh, Mr. Cavallo's part of the workshop is that how he emphasized on the importance of a recovery plan and how cities can work together to use this pandemic period to give another direction to the economy and how, you know, the Green Deal can be a way forward. He proposed, you know, how the pandemic could be a period that allows us to, allows us to restart the economy by promoting greener strategies that can have great impact on actions against climate change. Right. So he also described the European Green Deal as an integrated way to consider climate change um, as part of the economy and this whole thing as a part of the solution for climate change. So this can also be an opportunity for us to improve the technology enterprises and the industrial approach, their pollutions and emissions, preserving and restoring biodiversity and new mobility. And I think this is an incredibly fresh perspective because I haven't very often heard experts talk about the pandemic in such a light. And, you know, even during the workshop, he discusses how in cities, areas with relevant environmental problems face the worst of consequences. So in a way, the European Green Deal is a sort of social vaccine to overcome COVID-19, invest in wealth and 
to overcome economic crisis using the green approach towards enterprises. What I found interesting was how he described these upcoming new cities as not only smart cities, but also uh, smart, sustainable cities, which was what the officials in uh, Metropolitan um, Center for, of Bologna were working towards. Uh, and he said how, because population in these cities were increasing, we have to consider the change in a demographic situation to ensure that these cities who are major contributors to the carbon footprint also incorporate new kinds of infrastructure and relevant investments. And for this, he said that uh, we need more resilient policies as part of the European Green Deal. Right. And I remember he mentioned and he said we have the opportunity to fight global climate change with new policies and our learnings from past mistakes. And, you know, with the development of startups and new businesses, new relationships between, you know, agriculture and the industry, between rural areas and the city. And these are just a few sectors that he mentioned that we can completely re-evolve and sort of reimagine our approach towards these sectors and how we can make them more sustainable. One of the things he discussed towards the end of his presentation was how in Bologna they were thinking of a circular city as a as a more integrated and comprehensive framework so they were basically working on main areas of high activity to progress towards a more circular economy uh, so for example more resilience in the activities that helped uh, quicken climate change action as well as urban uh, regeneration uh, new kinds of sustainable tourism green infrastructure or uh, ecosystem services etc so basically the inclusion of relationships of social innovation and the use of technology for smart sustainable cities and the use of big data and artificial intelligence for better city management uh, as well as the environment. So this would bring in new kinds of mobility uh, and various different uses of renewable energy as well. And so all of this in totality is a part of the EU's efforts towards a circular economy and which is why I think that this part of the workshop was so insightful is because it really gave us a perspective as to how policymakers design policy and how forward thinking they have to be. They always have to be two steps ahead in order to predict the outcomes of climate change. And as we all know, climate change is happening at such a rapid rate that it's very hard to predict what the future holds for us. And this is why the jobs of policymakers are so pertinent, especially nowadays, because it is through their vision and through their action that we as cities can start to grapple with the issues that climate change will bring forth. That brings us to the end of the COVID-19 climate change and cities series. We hope you enjoyed it and gained as much insight into the multifaceted nature of climate change policies as we did by attending the workshop. And with that, we come to an end of today's Sunday episode of the Stepwell Radio. We really hope you enjoyed all the music that Shruti and I have created for you and the episode of Climactic Conversations with all the wonderful insights from the different climate experts. Here's hoping your Sunday goes splendidly. This is Asmita. And this is Shruti Shri, signing off.